The English Premier League is considered by many to be the most prestigious soccer league in the world. One of the reasons it's so special is that it's brutally long. The season runs from August to May. To have any shot at winning the whole shebang, you need to sustain excellence throughout almost the entire calendar year. Even for a big market team, it's so hard to win. But in our story today, a small market team took down the big boys. Chelsea, Manchester City, Manchester United, Arsenal, Liverpool, and everyone else for that matter. The odds were so against this team that when they pulled it off, it changed the world of sports betting forever. You don't need to be a soccer fan to understand how wild this was. I'm Will Blackman. This is Upsets and Underdogs, presented by WinBet. Today, we're continuing our series of stories about the greatest upsets in sports history. This episode, we're bringing you an underdog tale from the world of football. English football, that is. I'll be telling you about Leicester City and their magnificent run to become champions of the Premier League in the 2015-2016 season. This show was brought to you by WinBet. The NFL season is rolling ahead, so there's no better time to get in on the action. Download the WinBet app right now and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders, who will be the last team to be undefeated, team exact win totals, and a ton more. Plus, you know we got those NFL parlays. Download WinBet app right now and set the odds in your favor. Offer something to change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Founded in 1884 as Leicester Foss, the team we're discussing today is now known as Leicester City Football Club. Their nickname is the Foxes. Throughout the decades, the Foxes have experienced a roller coaster in the standings, a dizzying pattern of promotion and relegation. Small victories inevitably followed by big losses. Starting in 2003, they landed themselves in a championship, England's second tier league. They stayed there for basically 10 years. One season, they even dropped down to the third tier, called League One. This decade was the worst stretch in the club's history. Finally, in 2014, the Foxes picked themselves back up and made their way back into the top flight. And they celebrated their promotion by losing a lot of matches. From the outset, it seemed like their promotion might be short-lived. From the end of November 2014 through March 2015, they were ranked 20th out of 20 clubs in the Premier League. The way it works is the bottom three teams get relegated. So with 29 games played and only nine games left, they appear to be doomed. After 10 years in the basement, Leicester City fans were pulling their hair out at this performance. But then something spectacular happened. They started winning. Leicester managed to win seven out of the final nine matches and landed at 14th place, avoiding a demotion. It was one of the biggest escapes from relegation ever, and a huge story in and of itself. Despite the brilliant end to the season, manager Nigel Pearson was sacked. In came Claudio Ranieri, a well-seasoned leader who had previously managed Chelsea. Ranieri brought an Italian football mindset and combined that with the grit and hard-nosed attitude of English football players. But he had spent 11 years away from English football. Was he up to the task? The sports books didn't think so. Going into the 2015 season, the odds were not in the Foxes' favor, like to a historic extent. I'm going to bring in my boy Lamb here for a second to give us some perspective here. Lamb, what is good? Well, I got to pull the curtain back for a second because when this project was first brought upon me and they mentioned this narrative piece, 
the first team I thought of, the first story I thought of, Leicester City in 2015. So, Lamb, tell us, how crazy were these odds? Well, 5,000 to 1 odds for them to win the Premier League. They were more likely to get relegated than they were to win the Premier League by a landslide. Winning a 5,000 to 1 bet is more like owning a casino than playing in one. Any slot game offering odds like this will be written off by players as too unrealistic. Want some more context, Will? Paddy Power has the chances of Elvis still being alive at 2,000 to 1 odds and Kim K to be president back in 2016 at 1,000 to 1 odds. Basically, those two scenarios are more likely than Leicester City winning the English Premier League in 2015. So the odds were bad. Really, 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 really bad. How do you even begin to overcome that? Well, let's start with a quick comparison. English soccer is like baseball. There's no salary cap. Big clubs have an advantage. So how does a smaller club like Leicester compete with the likes of Man U, Liverpool, or Chelsea, a.k.a. the Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox, or the Premier League? I believe there's a championship team that we could afford because everyone else undervalues them, like an island of misfit toys. You have to play Moneyball. Here's the strategy. Find yourself a bunch of undervalued players who can overperform expectations on small contracts. For this strategy to work, you need someone with a unique evaluating system who can find the right guys for you. Someone who sees what others can't. In Moneyball, that person was Jonah Hill's character, Peter Brand. In Leicester City, that person was a scout named Steve Walsh. Walsh was a former gym teacher who rose up the scouting ranks through Chelsea and Newcastle. Here's Walsh discussing his philosophy. One thing that they, they all have is a passion to succeed. It's not an exact science either. And however many stats you've got, gut instinct and experience counts for a lot. You can take a slight less ability player if they're prepared to buy into what we do. In the years leading up to Leicester's historic run, Walsh found three players who ended up having a huge impact on the team's success. Riyad Mahrez, Golo Kante, and Jamie Vardy. And he signed them for seven million pounds combined. For a record, that's a steal. Riyad Mahrez was playing for a French tier two team when Walsh found him. Walsh had come to scout someone else, but a kid with skinny legs who looked like he never lifted a weight in his life caught his eye. He was doing crazy tricks with the ball and making the players around him look foolish. The left-footed winger brought his agility, flashiness, insane ball control, and impeccable dribbling technique to Leicester City for just 400,000 pounds. Golakanti had been playing in France when he was discovered by Walsh. A little about him, he's a classic box-to-box -box midfielder. He cleans up everything, and he never runs out of gas. Conte might only be 5'6", but he does the job right. With great instincts and an understanding of tactics, his rise from obscurity was nothing short of meteoric. Walsh got him for 5.6 million pounds. Then there was Jamie Vardy. Walsh plucked the striker from a non-league team called Fleetwood Town. Vardy wasn't even a professional player. A few years before Leicester City won it all, he was a factory worker but Walsh saw something in him. Soon enough, Vardy was telling Fleetwood he was never going back again. The definition of a lunch pill guy, Vardy is hard nose, a spark plug you might say. Pillar, a chase down straight head, no frill scorer. Seemingly always in the right spot to get the ball. Morris, Conte, and Vardy 
formed the core of Walsh's masterpiece roster. But besides the Moneyball angle, Leicester had another advantage, a united mindset brought about by their manager, Ranieri. I told to them, it's not important the result, it's important your attitude. By valuing attitude and effort over results, they could laser focus on the important stuff. So let's take a walk through Leicester City's storybook season. The Foxes started off strong with a resounding 4-2 victory over Sutherland. A pulsating performance from Leicester City today. High on energy and excellence. It finishes at the King Power. Leicester City 4, Sunderland 2. They followed it up with a win versus West Ham. After two draws in the next two matches, they suddenly found themselves down two goals to nil versus local rival Ashton Villa. Maybe their hot start was just a flash in the pan, but the match wasn't over yet. In an early sign of resilience, they bounced back to overtake Ashton Villa 3-2. In their next match against Stoke City, they were again down by two goals. Again, they fought back, this time to a draw. The match after that, Arsenal dropped five goals on them. This, they could not overcome. It was their first loss of the season and dropped them from third place in the Premier League all the way down to six. Their leaky defense was becoming an issue, but Ronnie had an unexpected trick up his sleeve, pizza. The manager told his squad that if they kept a clean sheet, he'd reward them with pizza. Three matches later, the Foxes nabbed a 1-0 win over Crystal Palace. So they had a pizza party on their manager's dime. Ranieri didn't just bring Italian tactics to the table, he brought Italian cuisine as well. After the Arsenal loss, Leicester began a remarkable run of wins and draws. They wouldn't lose again for three months afterwards, and Jamie Vardy was on his way to a remarkable run of his own. During the Arsenal match, he scored a goal in his fourth straight match, and just kept scoring after that. Soon enough, Vardy tied the Premier League record of 10 straight matches with a goal in a 3-0 thrashing of Newcastle. In the next match, a draw against Man U, he broke the record that had been held by United's own Ruud van Nistelrooy. Jamie's streak ended there, but Leicester's dominance continued. In the next match, Mahrez scored a hat-trick to help beat Swansea 3-0. A real drive about him, Kante. Now he has managed to get it to Jamie Vardy, who's got it to Mahrez. That may well do it. A hat-trick for Riyad Mahrez. Following that 2-0-0 draws, Arsenal took the top spot. Was the magic gone? Not quite. A rebound was in order. Leicester won four of the next five matches with just one draw. During this run, they grabbed first place in the league again. The hot streak couldn't last forever though. They lost to Arsenal on Valentine's Day. Talk about heartbreaking. The staff gave the Foxes a week off to get their head straight. The tactic worked. Leicester won six of their next seven matches and in each win, they posted a clean sheet. No pizza parties were needed this time. It was just pure dominance. The Foxes held the top spot, but Tottenham was within striking distance if they faltered. Five matches left. The question was, could they finish the job? 
A costly draw against West Ham came next as Jamie Vardy was lost to a pair of yellow cards. Without their hero Jamie for the next match, they miraculously came away with a hard-fought 4-0 win versus Swansea. And again, Brighton in the middle. Don't worry about Leicester if one or two are missing. The Foxes had a chance to clinch the title with the win versus Man U, but they only managed to draw. Less than a day later, Chelsea overcame a deficit to draw Tottenham, making it impossible for the Spurs to catch the Foxes. As of May 2nd, 2016, Leicester City were the champions. This is Andrea Pacelli performing for the Leicester crowd to celebrate their victory. And as victories go, it was a pretty stunning one, maybe the most stunning in the history of professional soccer. Since then, many people who were involved have gone their separate ways. Of the people we talked about today, only Jamie Vardy still remains with Leicester. So many aspects of the dream season of five years ago have since evaporated, but the magical season has had lasting effects especially in the betting world. Let's bring Nick back in here for a second to explain. According to the Business Insider, Will, 24 people bet that Leicester City would win the Premier League in 2016. English bookmakers say this is the biggest single sporting market loss in the history of the sports books. 25 million pounds or $34.5 million. And lastly, the impact of this was significant. Since then... Many sports books will do not allow you to bet on an underdog that big. 2,000 to 1 seems to be the consensus cap on all of these future outlets. All that is to say, we'll never see anything quite like this again unless Elvis turns up alive, then all bets are off. Once again, I'm Will Blackman, and this is Upsets and Underdogs presented by WinBet. Don't forget to subscribe, throw us a rating and review, and tell your friends. Find us on the WinBet YouTube channel. Catch you next time. Let's go.